Greetings to everyone. It's very good to see all our visitors here. We, you are so welcome. Be pretty empty if we had no visitors this today. But uh, thank you for coming and uh, being a blessing. I really enjoyed our worship service. Uh, maybe we need to be changing off sometimes and getting new new blood. I don't know, but I, I appreciate the. Uh, the usual ones, too. And Steve, I really appreciate your teaching. Um, a lot of things I could say, but I'm not going to. Uh, I, uh, I'm glad to be here. It's very good to be in Honduras, but you know, it's so good to be here and be able to talk to everybody and express everything that's on my heart without trying to go through an interpreter. So uh, that is a blessing. And I bless every one of you. I'm going to start out with telling you something that happened to me over 40 years ago. And by that, I will tell you what the message is. But we were, I think, Brother Junior, I think it was when you moved to Kentucky... We were unloading the truck, and the truck was pretty high, so they pushed a wagon up to the truck, and then we unloaded things from the truck to the wagon and on down. There was a big step, two big steps instead of one huge step. And I had a hold of a piece of furniture, and I was on the truck, and I jumped. I was younger then. I took that, and I made that jump down. Unknown to me, the wagon bed was not flat or it wasn't smooth. They had repaired a hole by just nailing a board over that. And my foot, when I hit that, hit it just right, no, just wrong. And it twisted my ankle and all my weight and the weight of that furniture that I had went down on that ankle, which was twisted this way. Now, if you've ever, and probably all of you, have stepped in a hole while you were running or something, there's one thing that stands out when that happens, and that is it hurts. And it hurts really bad. My, I thought I had broke it. The pain was, I had never experienced anything like that. It just went down. I went to the doctor they x-rayed it. I know I couldn't walk on it, I think, for a week. They x-rayed it, and he said, no, it's not broken. You would have been better off if you would have broke it. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, there's, what is it, Daniel? Is it tendons or ligaments? Whichever it was, it stretched them or tore them. And he said, there's nothing we can do to make them heal. It takes time, and you're going to you're going to be having effects of that for a long time. Well, I had no idea what he meant, but for years and years and years, something would trigger. It was often a change in weather, and that ankle would throb and hurt and hurt. Now, the title of my message is this. When past hurts still hurt. 
when past hurts still hurt. That foot was only hurt once, but it just kept on hurting and hurting and hurting. So we're going to talk about pain, hurts, but it has nothing to do with ankles or our body, our heart maybe. Um, You know, we live in a fallen world. We have all been hurt. I'm not going to ask for a raise of hand. I know some way or other, you, we have all experienced hurt, and probably most of us have hurt other people. I know I have, and I am deeply sorry for anybody and everybody that I have ever hurt with words or with anything that I did because we don't need to go through life with that uh, <clears throat> The difference that I see in my experience, everybody gets, receives hurts, but not everybody heals from those hurts. Some of them will just keep on hurting and hurting, like my ankle did. Wounds are not all the same. You know, if I would... um, Well, this little boy, Jordan, is that your name? You have a cast on your, you broke it, didn't you? And it hurt, didn't it? So what did they do? They put a cast on the outside. And that will hold it in place and it will heal. But some wounds, now if that would have been a burn or if there would have been some, some uh, what do you call it, uh, abscess in there, they treat it completely different. They have to You have to open that wound to get it cleaned out in order for it to heal. So some wounds you have to open up. Others you can cover. The problem that I see in the, the, not the physical, is there are people where the wound should be opened up. They're doing like Jordan. They're putting a cast over it. They're covering it. Um, And that will not heal. You cannot heal a wound that needs to be uncovered by by covering it. It it just doesn't doesn't heal. Today, I would like to... I'll share some of my own experience... Uh, I'd like to help you to understand how to heal from hurts that are still hurting. I have put it like in three, three parts. If you, if you have hurts, I don't care, is it, uh, from your childhood, abuse, we have, we have got those things. I believe... To, The process of healing from those is three steps. You have to reveal it. That's the uncovering. Reveal it. Then you'll feel it. And then God can heal it. Those three steps. Reveal it. Feel it. And God will heal it. Some people don't heal because they don't want to do the surgery. You know, some years ago, 
when we were camping at Mount Mitchell, I climbed that mountain uh, pretty strenuous, pretty hard. And I did something in my knee that I didn't know what was wrong for a year, but it would hurt. And I went to the doctors, and they didn't give me any satisfaction until I went to a sports injury doctor, a specialist. And he told me, I know exactly what you have. You, you tore your meniscus. Uh, and he explained what it is. He said, it'll heal eventually, or we can do surgery and it'll heal right away. I said, yes, I want to he- I want to do surgery because I know, I remembered that ankle. Uh, and I didn't want years of this pain. So they did. I didn't look forward to the surgery, but I looked forward to getting healed. And that is exactly what happened. It didn't take much. It was done. <clears throat> Um, you know, it hurts to open a wound, but then it can heal. My story, and I know I've shared some of this, but it helps to reveal. It, you have to reveal. Uh, and I've made a lot of mistakes in my time, but this time when I revealed my hurt was a good move. Um, I, it was, I don't know how many years ago, I was going through a time, a hard time. There was a relationship issue that shouldn't have been. And I remember I was going, traveling on a four-lane highway by myself, and I just asked God, I said, God, why am I not responding the way I really want to? I'm responding like in the flesh. There's, what is wrong that I don't respond in a Christ-like way to where I, when I am misused or mistreated and something happened that I had heard about before I never experienced it before or since when I asked God that question in all sincerity he started you hear about people their life flashed before them I saw scenes of my childhood just going just going before my my eyes I was a little hurting boy and I was being told I'm worthless. I'm not going to mount anything. I, a lot of things that I could. I don't want to go into. I totally have forgiven my father for the uh, the abuse that I suffered. Totally and completely. I honor him afterward. But anyway, this these scenes, and I started to weep. Never. I would have not known why. But I started to weep, and I, had, I couldn't drive. I had to pull off the side of the road, and I wept, and I wept. That night, we were having revival meetings, and I don't know what the evangelist preached. <laughs> I think it had to do a little bit where Steve was. It had to do with finances. But I know this. When there was an invitation given, I was to the altar in a hurry. And some godly men gathered around me, and they wanted to know what what it is. And I told them. I told them what happened. I said, I have been able to prove to my dad that I can amount to something in my own power. But I have a root of bitterness that I can't get rid of. And they just they just gathered around me and they prayed. <clears throat> and a 40-year-old root came out I wept for three days. Tears are healing. 
You know, a lot of men would say that that's, tears are a sign of weakness. No, real men will, will weep. <clears throat> My wife didn't know what to do with me. These things would, all of those things from my past were healing. They were healing. And when I was, when that was over, I felt so good towards anybody that had mistreated me because I had opened that thing. I had felt it and God had healed it. It it is such a liberating thing. Um, Saying all that... I don't know your hurts, but I do know hurts. I don't know yours. You know them. And I would beg and plead that don't try to stuff them. Don't try to bury them. Because it comes out in an unpleasant way. You be, the person that has those hurts stuffed is going to be an unpleasant person. They're not going to be... Not going to be fun to be around. They don't like themselves. And it, it's just how it is. I'm going to read a verse here. This is kind of my theme verse. Ephesians 4, 31, 32. Two verses. This is the heart of what I want to, we want to get. It says, let all bitterness. Now, how much? Did you ask that? How much is all? <laughs> let all bitterness. Absolutely all bitterness. And wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sakes, has forgiven you. You know, some people say that forgiveness is a choice. Others say forgiveness is a process. Which is it? Well, I think forgiveness is a process that started with a choice. We choose to forgive or we choose to not forgive. And then it's a process. It's not over right away. I thought of the story of Joseph. Um, In Genesis 46, Joseph, I'm not going to read, you know, probably most of you know the story quite well. He was so terribly mistreated as a boy, sold as a slave. Uh, But God used that, what they meant for evil, God redeemed. And the time came that the brothers that had mistreated him so badly were under his authority. He had every right, he had every... Uh, authority to kill them, to do whatever he wanted to. But, you know, Joseph chose to forgive his brothers. He went through that process, you know. He was testing them. But when the time came that he's, it was up to his brother Benjamin to, he said he will stay and be his servant no, it was the other brother. He wanted to keep Benjamin. Isn't that how it was? The, the Joseph's real full brother was Benjamin. And Joseph said he has to keep him. And the other brother said, no, it's going to kill, my, it's going to kill our father if we don't bring him back. <clears throat> and you know all that. <clears throat> well, it says there, 
that Joseph could no longer contain himself. He told everybody to go outside except just him and his brothers, and he started to weep. I know exactly how he felt. He started to weep so loud that they heard him outside. Um, that healing was taking, was, was in the, it was in the process of healing. It is, it is so, uh, I, there's no words to explain that. The goodness of God when he heals those wounds. Don't forget, people, there's a big difference between wounds and scars. You know, a wound is one that just keeps on. But when it heals, it'll leave a scar. But that scar says that wound has been healed. So, yes, we can have wounds or uh, scars, but we don't want to continue on with wounds. <clears throat> you may say, am I supposed to forgive after the way I was treated? You know, that's a normal reaction. But <laughs> forgiveness is all about freedom. My little grandson is back there. It's an honor to have my daughter Joy and H.J. and Ellie and Adam here. Adam wanted to know what I'm going to preach on. He was thought maybe I would preach on how the 4th of July came to be. And not this time, but I thought later, you know what? I am going to talk about freedom, and that's what the 4th of July was. Freedom. I'm going to talk about freedom. <clears throat> so in a way, it's, it's, it's a little bit that way. Freedom, uh, forgiveness is all about freedom. But it's not setting the perpetrator free. It's setting the victim free. When you forgive, that's what happens. <clears throat> uh, it is never justifying what happened. It's not saying it's okay. It's not setting them free. It's not even saying that restitution can or will happen. It may not happen. But you can be free, regardless how you were treated. You can be free. It's about freedom for the victims. People who want justice, and I have seen so much of this. People, they don't want to release. They want to see the person that made me suffer... I want to see that person suffer. That's justice. But you know what? They relinquish freedom. They give up. They trade that desire for the freedom that they could have. Somebody said forgiveness is the best revenge. If you want to get even, forgive them. Uh, doesn't make sense, does it? But it is. <clears throat> No love without forgiveness, and there's no forgiveness without love. Unless there is true forgiveness, life will be governed by an endless cycle of resentment and retaliation. How true and how tragic. Um, I just keep coming back in order to heal. We must let go. Here some time ago, I was at a place where uh, we were invited, and they had uh, had a cookout, and the, 
the person that had done the cooking had a, had a container with the hamburgers in it, and he had put a spoon or a fork, I forget what it was, in that container and on the fire. And I took a hold of that to get, and it was extremely hot. Now, I could have held on to that and just explained how, how much that hurts, but I didn't. I didn't even think. I just let go of that thing as quick as I could because it hurt. That's as simple as it is with these others. Now, I know it's not that simple. When you have been abused, when you have been mistreated, something doesn't want to let go. But like Daniel said, he brought out so much about Jesus. You know, we look at Jesus as our forgiver. He came to take away our sins. But you know, he also came to heal us. Heal the brokenhearted. Uh, I'm going to read. I'm going to read uh, Romans 12, a couple verses in the New Living Bible on letting go. God said, "Vengeance is mine. Just let it up to me. I'll take care of him." It says in Romans 12, verse 19, it says, Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, now this is to us, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. That is, that is the answer to peace. <clears throat> um, here is a really tough one, but it's again part of the healing. Pray for those who have mistreated you. Pray for them. Don't pray that God would bring calamity on them. Uh, Pray that God would bless them because they have a hard heart. You know, when, when, when a person is mis, mistreated, abused, it often makes them angry. angry. Anger will turn to bitterness, and bitterness will turn into a hard heart. I had all three of them. I didn't know it. If you would have asked me before that encounter that I had, you'd ask me if I'm bitter, I'd have said, no, no, I'm not bitter. All those things that I heard when I was a little boy, they went in, in one ear and out the other. That's how I thought. But it wasn't true. It went in both ears and went right down into my heart. And it caused a hard heart. Um, and that is a poor way to, to live. <clears throat> Matthew 5:44 says I Jesus said I say unto you love your enemies bless them that curse you do good to them that hate you and here's the one pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you that's a tall order it's not something that we're going to do in the flesh we are going to have to do it in with God's spirit controlling our life when you pray for a bitter person or your enemy, God can start to soften that heart. 
and then seed may have a chance to grow. You know, seed will not grow on a hard on hard ground. Neither will it grow in a hard heart. God has to soften that. When you pray that God would bless them, that can often happen. Man, here's a here's a question I don't have answers for. What about those that have been hurt by church leaders? Many people have been hurt by church leaders. I'm so sorry for everybody that went through. I went through some hurts by that, but it never it never bothered me like it did some people because I could pretty easily leave the setting I was in and go to where I felt comfortable. But what about hurts caused by church leaders? We're called to forgive always, to release, to, look, to relinquish control. A hurt and a bitter person will become controlling. You know, they want to be in charge of everything. They think they can prevent any more hurts, but instead they cause a lot of hurts. You know, probably one of the reasons this is so heavy on my mind, my wife and I have been involved with several people who are just like this. They're holding on to hurts. They are very unpleasant people. They don't like themselves. They don't like anybody else. They make it very hard for people to like them because they're bitter. Their past is controlling their present and will their future. The very people that would love to come, gather them up, gather them in their arms, help them through this time, they do this. They want nothing to do. That is, it, I thought of, <clears throat> uh, I thought of a dog caught in a trap. Uh, I've had that experience. Accidentally, a dog gets caught in a trap by his foot, and you want to let him out. So you get up there. He doesn't want, even though all you want to do is help him. He wants to bite. He doesn't want any. Want nothing to do with your help because it hurts. That's all he can't get past the hurt, and that's how people are. <clears throat> if you can't get past the hurt, you'll not let people. Or if you can't, if you can't let people help you, you'll never get. You'll never get beyond the the hurt. <clears throat> um. Although we are called to forgive, it does not mean that we have to trust or honor or respect unless there is a real change. You know, Joseph's brothers, they were truly repentant. It was very easy for that all to be reconciled. But there are some people who cause hurts and they don't repent. It's a one-sided thing. You just release them to God, and God will take care of the th- uh, those things. 
what about forgiving and forgetting? Somebody asked me that uh, recently. When you forgive, do you, do you forget? And I just said, well, in marriage or family relationships, yes, I think you forgive and you forget. You, don't, you let go of that. But I said, I have been cheated already in business, and I forgive that person, but I remember just enough that I go somewhere else with my business. Uh, it's not that I didn't forgive, but I just choose to not continue to do business with that person. Uh, is that right? I mean, that's how I do. Uh, it's, it's a choice we have. Totally can bless him, but I especially in business, if somebody is not truthful, if somebody lies, I really don't want to do business. <clears throat> uh, yes, where is it that it says we should watch diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest a root of bitterness spring up, and what happens? Many be defiled. You know, the, the, the two people that my wife and I have been involved with, I don't know, would you say they defile many, but they have, uh, they cut off their friends. They, they cut them off. Uh, they defile themselves and they defile the friendships that they could have. Anyway. Uh, There's a lot of things we could say. Luke 4.18. These are Jesus' words. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to what? Heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. <clears throat> the, the liberty of letting go and letting God heal. I cannot emphasize that enough. You are the one. If you were mistreated, and I know that some of you were. If you were mistreated... And you have found it difficult to let go. There is a freedom that comes. I'm not saying that what he did is okay. Absolutely not. Never. <clears throat> Here's one that I have been involved with a little bit. Sex abuse is a painful and a difficult thing. Many people will grow bitter because they focus on justice and revenge, neither of which will bring healing. Healing comes by letting go. Lord, now it's up to you. I'm not going to carry this thing. It is up to you. <clears throat> you said revenge, vengeance is yours. It's in your lap, Lord. And here's where I have been involved. Some, my wife's cousin, was one uh, terribly abused sexually. 
the church leaders don't basically don't know what to do. Most conservative church leaders that I know of don't know what to do, so they do nothing. Um, the first thing, you have to get help for the victim. You have to bring healing to them. <clears throat> and I have seen this again and again. They'll tell the victim, just forgive what he did and don't ever bring it up again. Well, that's the total wrong thing. That's putting the cast on the wound that has to be healed from the inside out. It'll never work. They become bitter. And then they go to the, you know, who, who knows what happens. <clears throat> I do believe that there is hope for a person that commits those atrocities, horrible as they are. Jesus came to set the captives free. And I think that is for everyone that repents. As long as there is life, there is hope for repentance. Uh, I've been involved in some with where this type of abuse was uh, discussed. And so many people want, uh, they want the person that hurt them to be locked up and throw the key away and then rot in hell. Those, those words should never enter our... That's not. That's not the Spirit of the Lord. <clears throat> so, do you want freedom that brings healing or do you want revenge and justice? You know, I, I said I have made many mistakes, but I never regret that I opened up when God showed me, he just answered my request. I said, Lord, why am I responding this way? In his great mercy, he showed me exactly why. You've got a hurt that you have never dealt with, even though I didn't know it. I did know it. When I revealed it, believe me, I felt it. I felt that pain. But then God healed it. I certainly have, have made mistakes since. But I wonder where I would have ended up at if I would have never dealt with that pain and that hurt. <clears throat> we all need to be quick to ask for forgiveness and be just as quick to, for, to grant forgiveness. You know, in the Lord's Prayer, we say, Lord, forgive us in the very same way that we forgive others. That's how we are telling God to forgive us. Wow, that's, that's saying a mouthful. <clears throat> How do you respond to, to a person who is full of bitterness, anger, and has a hard heart? You know, there's only one thing to do, and that is to show them the love of Christ. They need love when they are least lovable. The people that are that are the least lovable, are the ones that need it most. They need to see there is a better way. <clears throat> and it is up to us to be like Luke 6.35. It says, God is kind to the unthankful and the evil. Did you know that? We hear so much that uh, God is angry with the wicked every day. That, the Bible does say that. But it also says that God is kind 
to the unthankful and the evil. That is how we should respond. <clears throat> Never, ever forget that, that Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. He came to heal your wounds. If you have something deep inside that hasn't been taken care of, I would love to pray for you. I'm sure a lot of other people would. I will weep with you because I can feel the pain. I can feel that pain uh, from past hurts and abuse. But I also know what it's like to be healed, to let it, give it all to Jesus. Uh, I had asked Daniel about a song that would have went quite well, but I'm not going to. The uh, Is it a room in your heart? Is that the... There's a room in my heart that I didn't want to. I, ne- I didn't want to go. Uh, then Jesus took you into that room, and then He healed you. That's a great song. That's what we need. There is healing. There is healing. Jesus is the great healer. Let's stand and have a prayer. You know, Jesus said one time that when we stand praying. Forgive if you have aught against anyone so that your Father in heaven can forgive you. Let's have that in mind as we pray. If there's anybody that you're having a struggle with, release them. Lord Jesus, thank you for the privilege of being here and lifting up Jesus as the healer. He knows, he knows our every hurt. He knows everything we've gone through. And Jesus is there, ready to heal. And I just pray, Lord, for anyone that has been holding someone, God, that they would have the freedom to just release. Say, Lord, it's in your hands, nothing to me anymore. Thank you, Lord, for this group of brothers and sisters. They are kind. They are forgiving. But, Lord, I know that we all have been hurt, and there may be those that just really need to let go, let go, and let God take care of it. Thank you, Lord. Bless us as we go from here. We love you, and we thank you, and we bless you. In the name of Jesus, amen.